Hi guys, this is Alan Angeles and you're listening to Revless Sketch Radio and on today's episode I am going to talk about something sad, something that has been made me, uh, I guess, go through a lot of existential thoughts and things like that, a lot of thinking and why I'm talking about this type of th- topic is due to the fact that one of my favorite uh, public figures has passed away and that is the celebrity chef author of kitchen confidential famous book and pulitzer winner of um for his show um parts unknown and amazing show from travel channel uh no reservations i am talking about the host the amazing storyteller Anthony Bourdain, and um, I'm actually, if you guys haven't seen my Instagram, I, I'm actually working on a painting, you know, to dedicate to uh, to this man, and why I'm being very, you know, <laughs> thoughtful about this situation, and, you know, I know a lot of celebrities pass away every single day, uh, or, or year, or whatever, but the fact of the matter is that this person is very special. And why I highlight the fact that this person is special or celebrity is very special is due to the fact that he has connected with not only me, but millions of people around the world. And um, and you can say the same thing for a celebrity, but the fact of the matter is that a lot of people that I have met uh, throughout this whole week and have told me about their emotions and, and their confusion as to why they feel this emptiness uh, that shouldn't be it's not a normal thing to to feel you know well and when i say normal meaning when a celebrity passes away you know usually yeah you do feel like you do feel weird but not to a degree that this man has made us feel and i say that because a lot of people that i have spoken to about the situation and why they feel the way they feel is that they can't explain themselves. They don't understand why they feel so uh, emotional when they're talking about Anthony Bourdain and his uh, his way of dying. And if you guys don't know, he committed suicide in his hotel in France by hanging. And, you know, again, it's very strange due to the fact that I guess as someone who saw him on TV and, you know, throughout his career... We also grew up with this person, and we, as a viewer, we made a connection with him, and he actually made a connection with us. Funny thing is that as people grow watching something, they grow very attached to uh, to the show, to the host, to the people making the show. I don't know. There's so many. There's a lot of variables why the people get attached to shows from pop culture and things like that but i think it goes deeper than that uh and this took some self reflection to understand why i felt this sort of emptiness this void that uh that i feel because this person passed away and i spoke with a person today and this person uh, you know, he saw me painting Anthony Bourdain, and and he couldn't explain why he felt that emptiness, that void, and 
and he he couldn't he couldn't put into words why he felt the same that way, and and the reason why I bring this guy up is because I was there not too long ago. I was thinking to myself, why am I feeling very emotional with this? You know, and the fact is that you know. This is just me. I'm speaking for myself, but I come from a single race, a single parent raised, per, uh, you know, home. I grew up with my mom, so I never, you know, I grew up with my dad until I was nine. But I was always with my mom after that, so I didn't really grow up with a father figure. And so I think a lot of people like me grew up with pop culture, meaning television and TV shows and things like that. So. We see characters in, in TV shows and, you know, as a father figure because we look at their morality and whatnot or, or messages and, you know, we take that because we don't have any other, anyone else besides our mom telling us, giving us advice that perhaps, you know, our dad could have given us. But that's besides the point. But I make that connection with Anthony Bourdain because... I also, as a teenager, I saw him and I read his book and, uh, you know, he taught me a lot about not just the industry, really, but really what it takes for you to achieve your goal. And, and think, I saw it more as a self-help book, to be honest. And so, you know, uh, so seeing his, his show and how the way he perceived things and and how great of a storyteller he was it made me uh you know he taught his audience a lot of things to be open-minded and give uh different people chances different cultures a chance and so it, it really opened up my mind and i think that that not only happened to me but a lot of other people that perhaps wouldn't have done those things and I'm not, and that's not to say that, you know, people without a parent <laughs> were the only ones who, who listened because I, I did see a lot of older people who, you know, were, if you will, mourning for this, for, for this guy. And so I, the only thing I could, could, you know, visualize in my mind was the fact that this person became a ghost family member, that uncle, that, that father figure or, or that granddad or I don't know that you know you didn't have and so a lot of people you know can't you know uh pinpoint why they feel like that but I think I I understand in why I am feeling this way and so it just and also the fact of the matter how he passed away you know you would think that someone who you know, is very successful. Again, he's a Pulitzer winner. If I, I believe that's the right uh, award that he got for his uh, show, Parts Unknown. And also, you know, has that, you know, lifestyle of traveling and, you know, eating food. And, and I'm sure that's what a lot of people would love to do, you know. And so I question why a person who is loved by millions and is successful in his career and has an amazing lifestyle of traveling around the world seeing different cultures whether you know for better or good you know i think you know he had the perfect life if you will uh, as most people would probably say he had the perfect life 
um, but this is where I think I opened the can of worms and start figuring out that perhaps there is no such thing as a perfect life and perhaps happiness is not granted things can buy you happiness perhaps traveling the world is not gonna make you happy perhaps you know having what you think or what you aspire to be is not gonna make you happy so I think I've learned and I think Anthony Bourdain's last uh, I guess form of teaching or advice, if you will, would be that happiness is not granted. You know, uh, you could be in a different place in the world, and I see this in different documentaries that I see. I, I look at different uh, places around the world. And I look at their population, their citizens, how they how they live, how they thrive and whatnot. And I enjoy, well, I don't enjoy, but I, I, I do love seeing um, kids in, in third world countries like Africa, India, and things like that. Well, India's a developing country now, but um, that's besides the point. I love seeing these kids who smile, are happy, regardless of the situations that they have been brought to so when i say that happiness is not granted take it from those kids that perhaps are, are not given much but yet are more perhaps happier than most people in america you know and and this is being very general i don't know how happy they would be if they were to be here but i also see that you know the indifference that you know economy does has in people and you know people think that by having more money even if they're doing well um that they're not happy so let's just remind remind ourselves that happiness is very very scarce and, you know, when you reach happiness, if you think you reach happiness, perhaps the hard part is not reaching it, but maintaining it. I think it's just like when you water a plant, you gotta keep watering it or else it's gonna die. And so uh, this has brought me to think a lot of things of ex existential thoughts. And so, you know... In a way, it did open my eyes and it made me a bit happy knowing that perhaps it doesn't matter where I am at, where I'm at, because what's important is how I perceive things. And I always have this idea that things are very relative and you don't have one vision of, of things. There's so many visions to one thing. So... You know, if you, you are unhappy at this moment and you are seeing bad things ahead of you, those bad things are not the way they seem if you look at it from a different angle. You know, there is many angles to to one vision. I mean, to, to different... Uh, there's many angles and, 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 and perspective on something. You, you can't... You can't just look at it by one point of view or one angle because you're going to get the same result. 
So the best we can do is keep giving, create that reason for you to strive to keep bettering yourself, keep doing what you can gotta do to push yourself. You gotta reinvent yourself. And, you know, learn from people like Anthony Bourdain that perhaps, you know, again, phys- physically, you might look happy. You might have, every- might have everything, but at the end of the day, it's how you perceive things. So you might have a, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini and, and a mansion, but you can be empty inside. So... I'll leave you guys with that thought in mind. So hopefully you guys keep pushing, keep bettering yourselves, and hopefully life can get better. I know it's not the most positive way out to leave, but you know, sometimes you just don't feel that good. <laughs> it's your friend Alan Angeles, and this was a Rally Sketch Radio segment.